what's up navigators happy friday Whew, what a week it's been let's see what's coming up this week so sunday is my most beautiful bff's birthday jennifer happy birthday jennifer and let's see that's that's all for this week got several birthdays at the beginning of next month holy moly lots of birthdays Whew. Hey, Solis and Navigators, so the Florida move has been moved up. Uh, I'm currently looking for a place and packing up. It's sad and exciting, and, you know, I was really looking forward to it being two blindos on the trip or on this adventure, but Justin's not going to be joining me, so... It'll just be David and Garmin and I on a new adventure in Florida, which I'm excited for, but I'm sad for. I really did want two blindos to be in this, but it's all good. So this week I am going to talk about, oh, there were a few more questions that I got asked um, both on and off social media that I promised I would answer. So that's what I'm going to do today. Um, as always, if you guys do have questions or want to know anything about blindness, about a particular eye disease, uh, about where to find resources, anything like that, you can always reach out to me on my social media, Navigating Life with Lara and Garmin on Facebook and LinkedIn and WhatsApp and, um, at Garmin Navigates on Twitter. And if you don't want to be public about it, you can email me, Gar uh, GarminNavigates at Outlook.com. And if you're one of the select few that have my phone number, you can text me. See, so there's lots of ways to get a hold of me. Um, also want to say I do have two books in my possession available for uh personalization autograph for $20. So if you are interested in that, I guarantee you, you will not be disappointed by this book. Um, ask anybody that's read it, please ignore the one star on Amazon that is, uh, that was given to me from an ex that I don't even know why he even knew I had a book out, but so just ignore the one star. Um, definitely check out the reviews. If you have read the book, please go on Amazon and, and give it a review and a rating for me. Um, cause that one star is really bringing me down cause I've only got a couple of rates on there. So I think I have like 11, maybe 10 or 11. So if you've read the book, please, please, please go on Amazon and at least give it a, a rating. If you don't want to do a review, I would really appreciate that. Also, I am trying to make my Spotify to where it can be monetized, meaning I can make a little bit of money to put into the program that I'm trying to create so I can buy some more supplies and uh, reference materials and things like that. And so if you do not already follow the Navigating Life with Laura and Garmin podcast on Spotify, I highly encourage you to do so. And I would really, 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 really appreciate it. So 
yeah, that's all my housekeeping stuff. Got all that out of the way at the beginning instead of at the end. Okay, so Q&A. I heard there was a new term for like question and answer that like is kind of like the old YOLO, but I don't remember what it is. So we're just going to go with Q&A. Um, one of the questions I was asked, which I've actually been asked multiple times, it's, it's a really, really good question. I was asked off social media. Um, and that was when my dog poops, how do I know? And how do I know to pick it up? Uh, great way to start the, start the episode out, right? Talking about poop. <laughs> you know, I'm quite the storyteller. That's just what I do. Anyway, so here's the deal. The dogs are trained to leash potty. Well, leash relieve is what it's called. And so typically what I do is I go out and I take them out on a leash. Um, I do still have a little bit of sight. So I can tell when he's pooping, um, but I can't always tell where it is. So like if we're in public and we're going to some grass, which y'all know here in Arizona is hard to find. Um, but if we're in public and we're in grass, what I do is when he squats, I put my foot right next to one of his back feet. And then I know that once he moves out of the way, the poop should be just a little bit diagonal in front of my foot. And I can just kind of feel around with the bag and pick it up. Uh, <laughs> it's funny, in class they tell you if you're total, you know, when the dog stops, if you don't hear him peeing, because you can hear when the dog pees, right? you're supposed to touch and feel their back because of the way they hunch their back over when they poop. And then they say to align your foot with the tip of their tail. I'm like, hmm, nope, not going to do that. Because if I can't see and I'm trying to align my foot with their tail, there's a really good possibility that that poop's going to land right on my foot. And I'm not, that's, no, I'm not having that. So I have taught myself the trick of just, I line my foot up right next to his. And then when he moves out of the way, the poop is like right there. And that works. Uh, here at home though, he, he just goes and I pick it up once a week usually. Um, so I, I mean, I, well, never mind. I don't want to get into too much disgusting detail about poop in the hot Arizona sun. So anyways, um, but yeah, I, I, I really do get asked that quite often. And the only time I was at a loss was when my first dog carbon pooped in the bank and like, I didn't even know what was going on. We were standing in line and I told him to sit and, uh, the lady was talking to me in the line. And the next thing I know, she crosses her arms and she goes, um, your dog just pooped. And I was like, oh, crap. Like, <laughs> uh, okay. So she goes, gets me, you know, towels and whatever to clean it up and, uh, made sure to 
stand there watching me while I did it, of course. Ugh, whatever. Um, yeah, so that one was a little, a little different of a situation. <laughs> yeah, it happened though. Ugh, these dogs, man. <laughs> um, hang on just a second. I gotta get a sip of water. It's warm here. I think it's supposed to be 114 a day. Holy. All right. So another question I was asked, which I've actually never been asked before, is I was asked on social media how I know what coins or what dollar bills I have. And that is a very good question. And, you know, this can even work for sighted people if, you know, you don't want to use your eyeballs. Um, so we all know quarters and nickels are almost the same size and dimes and pennies are almost the same size, right? So they can be, they can be kind of challenging. Like if you've got, you know, four nickels, you're not entirely sure they're not quarters, but if you have a quarter and three nickels, okay, because of the size, right? But you're not always going to have that option. So if you notice on the edge of your quarters and your dimes, they're ridged and the edges of the nickel and the penny are smooth. There you go. Um, the dollar bills are a little more tricky. Honestly, you have to have some site or a money reader. Um, I am glad though the, I guess they're not new anymore, but the, the updated money, you know, which is basically monopoly money since there's like two cents backing each dollar now. Um, and they, you know, spent all that to reprint it all. Uh, anyway, um, the bottom right corner on the back is very large. It's large and bold. And so I can actually read this money, but I could not read the money previously where it was like that weird, like bubble numbers in the corners and it all kind of blended in. Um, the $1 bill, you know, stayed the same, which is fine. Um, but honestly, yeah, the only way you're going to be able to do that if you don't have any site is going to be a money reader. Or, you know, if you've got a sighted person with you that can organize it in your wallet or fold it for you in a particular way. A lot of blind people will fold their dollar bills, you know, depending on what denomination it is, they'll fold it so that they know. Um, I have a wallet that has way too many credit card slots. I have one credit card and one debit card. So I don't need all the, I don't need 20 slots, right? So I use the slots for each of the, 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 the yeah, my tongue's working today. That's one cup of coffee. That's why. Don't even get me started on the coffee this morning. Oh my gosh. You know, Maybe I got spoiled, but people are supposed to fill the Keurig, right? You're supposed to fill it. And normally it is, but 
the last two weeks, it's been touch and go. So this morning I get up and I go to make my coffee and it only brews a little bit. And I'm like, are you freaking serious? Well, not a little bit, but half of what it should have brewed. And uh, so I pull this stupid thing out. It's empty. I'm trying to get it out to fill it. I, of course, knock over the coffee that I just made and spill it everywhere. Yeah, it was a rough morning. I was fuming. It was it was not pretty. I don't know, you know, David works from home and he's upstairs. I don't know if he heard me slamming things and yelling. I don't know, but I was not happy. Anyway, sorry, that was a total rabbit trail there. Um, what in the heck was I talking about? Oh, uh, the slots in, how did I get on that? Um, the slots. So yeah, I keep all, if I have ones, I keep them in the first slot, fives go in the next slot, tens, twenties. And I typically don't have anything. I don't carry fifties or hundreds on me typically, unless I'm leaving the bank and coming home or whatever. So, um, you know, if I happen to have those, it's a different situation, but yeah, you know, you learn little tricks that work for you. Um, when you go through independent living, independent living training, and a lot of, a lot of people go you know, especially if you go blind at an early age, they go to a blind school and they teach you all these things. And the thing is, they teach you according to their curriculum. They teach you according to what they believe works. And, and I'm not saying it doesn't, but what I am saying is there's no consistency. And so like, if I go to a blind school in Washington for my independent living skills, it's not going to be the same as the independent living skills that are taught the way they're taught here in Arizona. It's, and that's frustrating for me, but, you know, having been losing my sight for as long as I have, I've learned my own ways to kind of adapt and, and do things. And being OCD really helps. Um, because like the refrigerator, for example, I can't see what's in the refrigerator. I can't, pull out a thing of salad dressing and, and read that it says Italian. And so I know exactly where my stuff in the refrigerator is because I put it there and well, Justin and David know not to move it. And typically they don't, but sometimes things happen. So, um, uh, you just, you, you have that, right? And so you put it back exactly where you want it. Cleaning is kind of the same thing. You know, it's a little bit overkill, but for a person with OCD, it it's fine. Like if you're going to sweep the floor, right? You can't see what's on the floor. Most people cited, they just go in and they go, oh, there's some crumbs over here and over there. And they sweep up those two spots, right? We don't have that luxury. We got to sweep the whole stupid floor. So the way they teach it is to do one, to do it like a grid. You go one way, you do, you sweep it all one way. And then you sweep again, going the other way. So crisscross, um, same thing with vacuuming. Um, and I'll tell you what, when I vacuum my room, boy, it looks like a football field the way the stripes go. I'm not kidding you. And that's just, that's kind of how you got to do it. You do it, you know, in a grid, in line, whether there's something there or not, 
you just have to do it, right? Because you can't see it, right? So, um, and that's really what sucks about the whole thing. Like, <laughs> excuse me, when you go in the fridge and you pull out what you think is one thing and it turns out to be something else, that sucks. That sucks. It really does. Um, so you learn little tricks. Uh, another question I was asked was my clothes. How do I, how do I match my clothes? Well, it's kind of funny. Um, cause in some instances, I really don't care if I match. Like when I go to the gym and I put a little babushka on my head, I don't care if it matches. I actually hope it clashes most of the time. Um, just because, but my clothes typically match. Um, there have been times that I have worn mismatched chanclas. Uh, for those of you who don't know chanclas, that's flip-flops. Uh, so, you know, it happens, but I have a color identifier, which is the dumbest thing in the world that cost $179 for a little thing, the size of a, I don't know, a garage door opener. That's got two buttons on it. That's it. And it'll, it's, it's not a, you know, it's pretty accurate, I will say. And so I use that on my clothes to see what's what. And a lot of times I'll ask Google or Alexa, Hey, what color shirt matches with an orange skirt other than black or white? You know what I mean? Cause you don't always want to wear just a black or a white shirt. And that's what a lot of blind people do. They wear a lot of stuff that's just no matter what it goes together. And I can't, I can't be that way. I like to be different and, and rotate my clothes and wear different things with different things and just make different outfits. And so it looks like I have more than I do. Um, now my closet is organized in like all my shirts are hung from like tank tops to <clears throat> the little not short sleeve, but mids I don't, between a tank top and a short sleeve, you know, and then shorts, you know, regular t-shirts and then, you know what I mean? And so all that's organized. So I know what kind of shirt I'm going to wear. I just need to know what color it is. And a lot of my shirts, I already know the colors because my shirts are typically, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you right now, the majority of my shirts are Minions, Betty Boop, and Steelers. That's, you know, so as long as I know what color the shirt is, I'm pretty good. But, you know, that's that's something that really bothers me, though, that that stupid color identifier is $179. Like, that's ridiculous. How much do you think it takes to make that thing? With It's got a little speaker on it that says the, the color. And, uh, you know what? In fact, here, I'll show you guys. Hang on one second here. Uh, let's do a demonstration, shall we? Let's see how well it knows my shirt. I know what color my shirt is, luckily. <laughs> All right. So, with batteries in, never keep your batteries in your stuff when you live in a hot environment. If you're... If it's not like a remote control or something you use every day, because they will, um, 
disintegrate. Anyway, so ready? Let's see what we got. Pretty close. What about this? What about this? I don't know about that, but okay, let's try again. I guess it's purple. I thought it was pink. Oh, well. The shirt's pink. Anyways, so, yeah. $179 for that. Yeah. But the deaf people get a free phone. So, you know, that's fair. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, sorry. No offense, deaf people. <laughs> okay, anyways. That was my demonstration. Um, you know, I can do, by the way, as we're wrapping this up, I can do video podcasts if that's something that you guys would like. It's not, a, it's not as easy um, because I am actually recording in my closet. So, you know, it's not going to be great scenery, but I got a pretty, uh, pretty good professional type setup going on here. So I can do um, demonstrations of things, maybe kind of... <laughs> Um, but I will tell you this as I'm, I'm packing and, you know, getting things lined up to move and all of that, it's, it's going to be quite hectic. Um, <clears throat> I would love some episode topics. I, you know, I really love listener participation. It's really important to me. Um, I can't, I, you know, I can't. I don't know what you guys want to know about. I don't know what you guys already know. I don't know what you need to know. And so having listener, listener participation is really important to me. And so please, you know, go on my social media, ask questions, give input. I see nobody asked, answered my question from Friday, so I'm going to ask it again. Has and if you haven't listened to Friday's episode last week, I did get it fixed. It should be the full episode up on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcast. Um, I listened to it, it's the full episode on my end. Um, when I when I listen to Spotify, so um, like just listening to Spotify, not listening to my thing. Like when I just randomly go to my Spotify, I can pull up my podcast. And it's, it plays. So if you haven't listened to last Friday's, please go back and listen to it. It is a very, very good episode. Um, and, and I asked the question, how many of you have never come in contact or never seen a blind person other than me? I don't count. Okay. Cause y'all know me, have come in contact with me, maybe have seen me, whatever. I don't count other than me. Have you come in contact or seen any blind people so that you would know that that's a blind person with a cane or a dog or whatever? Because as if you go back and listen to last week's episode, it, that's a huge problem is that people just don't recognize what the cane is. And so since that's more popularly used than the dog, um, and the dog could be for anything, apparently, you know, I, I sneeze too hard. And when I do my, I do a wet fart. So I need my dog to let me know I need to go home and change my pants. I don't know what the heck these people are thinking, but, um, yeah. So I want to know, have you 
seen other blind people? And if so, did you know that that's what that, did you know that that's what that cane was? If you didn't, don't feel stupid. People don't. And that's why I'm here. And that's why I need your participation. So participate listeners. Darn it. All right. I'm going to wrap this up by saying walk by faith and not by sight. Uh, second Corinthians five, seven, be a blessing and not a burden. Give out compliments instead of complaints. Guys, these are all just great things to live by. You know, if you're not a quote, quote, religious person, if you just, if you just want to know how to live and be a good person, read the Bible, read the book of Proverbs, read the book of Psalms, like read the 10 commandments for crying out loud. I mean, there's so many things in there just about how to be a, a good husband, a good wife, a good teacher, a good anything, just a good person. And so even if you refuse to believe in God, which is ridiculous, because if you believe in hell, you have to believe in heaven. If you believe there's Satan and a devil, you have to believe in heaven and a God because there can't be one without the other. There's not good without bad, not bad without, you just can't, it's impossible. So anyways, even if you want to believe that there is no God, that book will show you how to be a good person. And we all can agree that there is a need for more good people in this world, right? There is a great need for more good people in this world. Anyways, so there we go. That's all I got for you guys this week. Um, like I said, hit me up on my social media, Navigating Life with Lara and Garmin on Facebook, LinkedIn, and WhatsApp. At Garmin Navigates on Twitter and Garmin Navigates at Outlook.com. And also, if you would like to be a guest on my show, please let me know. I am all about having guests. I'm happy to do it. We can do it remotely, or you can come to my house. You can come get in the closet with me. Yeah. <laughs> ah. Anyways, guys, I hope you have a great weekend. Uh, enjoy the end of July and into the beginning of August. Until next week, y'all. Toodles. <laughs>